This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Senator Chuck Grassley puts a hold on President Biden's pick for VA Deputy Secretary. It looks like the Space Force will become the first military service with its own personnel system. And the TSA gears up to land new tech employees in top positions. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The federal government is setting a new record for overall small business contract spending. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. More than a quarter of federal contracting dollars went to small businesses last year. That's well above a 23% goal set government-wide. Ten agencies earned an A-plus on the Small Business Administration's contracting scorecard, and another ten received A's. SBA Administrator Isabel Guzman says small business owners in the federal marketplace support over a million jobs. Those include jobs in manufacturing, construction, and research and development. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Transportation Security Administration is bringing new technology leaders on board. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. TSA will soon announce a new chief data officer position. That person is expected to play a crucial role as the agency increasingly looks to adopt artificial intelligence capabilities. That's according to TSA Deputy Chief Information Officer Kristen Ruiz. This position will be a key position for us as we further build out our open architecture and begin to leverage AIML. We won't be able to do that without this key person. And in addition to the CDO, TSA will begin conducting interviews this month for a new Executive Director of IT Delivery. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. President Biden's pick to serve as second-in-command of the Department of Veterans Affairs hits a roadblock. Senator Chuck Grassley has put a hold on VA Chief of Staff Tanya Bradshaw's nomination to serve as VA Deputy Secretary. Grassley says Bradshaw didn't follow up with VA whistleblowers who claimed retaliation at the department over their assertions that a VA system exposed veteran-sensitive personal and medical information. Grassley says the Office of Special Counsel already found substantial likelihood of wrongdoing that the VA violated federal privacy laws. A new cohort of fellows will join the General Services Administration's U.S. Digital Corps this year. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The 48 new fellows will support 13 different agencies as part of a program first launched last summer. They'll be joining 38 other fellows from the inaugural year of the program and who are now entering their second year of service. GSA selected this year's cohort from close to 1,400 applicants. The Digital Core Fellowship Program offers temporary positions to early career technologists with the potential to eventually convert into a full-time federal career. The fellows are bringing in skills in software engineering, product management, design, data science and analytics, and cybersecurity. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. It's looking very likely that the Space Force will become the first military service with its own personnel system. Language that would set it up is part of the defense authorization bill on which the Senate is expected to vote this week. The new system was first requested by the Pentagon, and the House has already approved a similar provision. 
Among other changes, the arrangement would eliminate the distinction between active and reserve service members. The idea is to let guardians move a bit more freely between full-time and part-time uniform service and allow easier transitions between public and private sector work. The Defense Department does not have enough accurate data from its COVID-19 registry to make public health and clinical care decisions, according to a report from the Pentagon's Inspector General, who found errors in patient records and said the information was inaccurate and potentially misleading. The IG recommended a policy for developing and populating patient registries, as well as conducting a review of all the registries in the military health system to verify the reliability of the data. The Defense Department did dispute some of the IG's findings. A major federal cybersecurity law inches closer to its first update in nearly a decade. On Tuesday, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer filed the Federal Information Security Modernization Act of 2023, or FISMA, as an intended amendment to the annual defense authorization bill. The legislation would be the first update to federal cybersecurity law since the last FISMA reform bill passed in 2014. It would codify the first federal chief information security officer position into law and provide the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency with more authorities to respond to cyber incidents on federal networks. The Defense Information Systems Agency, or DISA, says it has revolutionized its acquisition process for buying new technology. When it awarded contracts to four technology companies to provide services in support of its joint warfighting cloud capability, it completed the transition in 17 months. DISA program manager Ryan MacArthur says in the past that process would have taken at least 36 months. He says breaking down acquisition teams to create a more agile approach and changing the task order process shortened the timeline. It's a system DISA can now use to field new capabilities on a faster time frame. The Federal Labor Relations Authority, or FLRA, has blocked an effort to allow individual decertification petitions for recently consolidated bargaining units. The case dates back to 2021 when National Park Service employees working in the Blue Ridge Parkway petitioned the FLRA to combine two bargaining units and become a consolidated local within the American Federation of Government Employees. But a bargaining unit member then petitioned to decertify the new unit with support from a conservative group, the National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation. After a lot of back and forth, the FLRA recently ruled that its own regulations prohibit individuals from filing decertification petitions within 12 months of the creation of a new bargaining unit. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, July 19th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.